Good evening, everyone. Hello, welcome. hello. Welcome, welcome. And I have the pleasure of introducing all of you guys tonight to Dr. Angela Exum on our episode 44 of Manifesting with Meg, Conversations with Extraordinary People. And how excited am I to end the month of August with this celebration of friendship with one of my dear friends and my sister in spirit, um, Angela. And this is exciting as well because we have a surprise for everybody that we'll be showing you guys at the end of the interview tonight. So I welcome all of you to engage in the conversation. Certainly with the theme tonight, I, could, I love this. I think we all need this to light up every room with love. And I really just want everyone to like just feel what I just said. Light up the rooms with love. Because I think at this point in time, all of us are dwelling too much on the divisitous and also the fear. And we need to boost everybody tonight with some shining of our light. So I can't think of a better person to do it with than Angela. Before we go on, I want to welcome all of you guys to Manifesting with Meg. I want to say a great welcome to those new people to our audience tonight. And a welcome back to all those people who have been supporting me for all these 44 episodes. I can't believe it's been 44 episodes. I'm so excited. We have Berta on. Thank you so much, Berta, for joining us. Certainly, um, I've enjoyed every last conversation. It's been a boost to my life to get to know so many people on a different level with regard to how they manifest the magic in their lives. I have my bestie, Lisa, on as well to join us tonight, Angela. Thank you so much, Lisa. I want to remind everybody that what our show is about is about life transformation, certainly living out your dreams, spiritual inspiration, finding true happiness, and my favorite, discovering bliss. As you all know, this show is based upon my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss, and I welcome all of you, if you have your copy, to peruse through it and find your bit of insight. Join us tonight because one of the things my intention is, a special intention tonight for all of you, is that we all bring so much more light to this world, especially when it needs it so much. We're feeling all the anxiety and tension. Maybe if we actually make an intentional effort to wake up each morning to shine our light by virtue of our smile. So every time I smile tonight, I'm sending out a beam of energy to all of you. And that was inspired by my dear friend, Angela, tonight. So <laughs> welcome, Denise and Andrew. Thank you so much for joining us. Without further ado, I want to remind you all that bliss is not an abstract idea. It's an attainable state of being. Wherever you are, wherever you find yourself, you're just steps away from living the life you desire. So are we ready to, are we ready to wake up to our universe packed with possibility? And before we begin, Angela, I'd like you to set your intention for this evening. Keep it to yourself at the outset. And later on, I want you to pick a magical number and we're going to read um, from my book because we start every interview with regard to the book because I believe that this magical guide can also be a part of the process with regard to how we all start to shift and change our perspectives in this world. And literally what you say tonight can change someone out there in the audience to live a better, happier, and more fulfilled life. And certainly by virtue of the talents that you bring to the table. So imagine that, right? Imagine and that. <laughs> do, I get to introduce you to and all your magic and all your amazingness and why I know that you're an extraordinary person. Thank so, you. Angela, Dr. Angela Exum. There's so many... Uh, letters after her her name. I, I L M H C N B C T. She's a native New Yorker, which love we love New Yorkers. 
who has lived in South Florida for the past 18 years. Dr. Zoom has 27 years of experience in education and providing mental health services. Clearly, people in education might need the help of a mental health service practitioner because <laughs> everyone, I believe that particular, especially today in Florida, and I know that a lot of other schools out in the country are starting as well, you know, it's a little stressful out there. So we need to train loving, compassionate people like you <laughs> to help us all out. And she basically has a doctorate degree in marriage and family therapy services. She has a doctorate degree and also a licensed, she's a licensed mental health counselor. In addition, she's a certified Supreme Court family mediator, certified active parent trainer, educator, and a qualified parent coordinator in the Tri-County. Dr. Sum is certified in school counseling, school supervision, and leadership. So all you teachers out there, if you need some help or guidance, I'm going to give you her information at the end of the interview. And I would totally recommend that you kind of contact her if you need some help when you start this process. Certainly, we'll ask her certain questions about what tools that we might be able to use in the process. So I, I'm really looking forward to getting into the meat. But I have more. She has more. Her bio is long, <laughs> my friends. She served as a consultant to set national standards for counselors and also served on the Development Content Advisory Committee. She works for the Broward County Public School System as an exceptional student learning support family counselor. She's practicing psychotherapist and an applied behavior analyst for her organization, Exum Life Counseling, Mediation and Training Services. She's unveiling her new book today, so stay tuned, everybody. So <laughs> I love to be part of anybody's book birth, I think is what I would call it. But anyway, I just think I'm just so excited to share her with you. Without further ado, Angela, introduce yourself in your own words. Give us a little hello, bit of- Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you. I think you've done such a great job. You're one of my biggest supporters, Meg, so I can't follow any of that. You, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're more excited than I am. I love that. <laughs> Listen, I know how it feels after so many years, or not even years, months, who knows how long, but of this like idea and process. And if you don't celebrate the whole process, then- What's the point, man? I mean, really, we have to all celebrate you because they say the difference between a published author and someone who always thought of writing a book is that the published author actually does it. And that is what you've done. So I'm really excited to be a part of the, the celebration for sure. And, and like I said, because of the fact that today our show is manifesting light up every room with love, and where you come from as far as your professional bent, this is perfect. Perfect because we're starting September tomorrow and that's sweet inspiration. So I can't imagine celebrating with a better person the end of friendship, the month of friendships venue. So, you know, I, I really am excited and I, and, and I really want you to know that. I think that, you know, even the quote for today is so you, surround yourself with people who make you hungry for life, touch your heart, and nourish your soul. I, I can't even think of a more perfect person <laughs> to talk to, especially since um, you are one of my sisters in spirit as well, and a part of the CIS, CIS group with Denise Lane. Um, but I love it. I, and I do want to give you the opportunity to, you know, go and, 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 and speak to this point because I think this is one of my favorites because it talks to all of us having the opportunity as writers or as people to write the narrative to our lives. And, and the really cool thing is that we get to invite the characters we want in or who reflect the kind of journey that we want to participate in. So, you know, write your own story and reflect on the kind of friendships you want in play. So, you know, 
speak to that if you can. How does that impact you at all, if, if at all? It, I mean, it does. It takes a while, you know, as we're growing older. Um, when we're young, you know, it's open. Life is open. We're just so happy and we're just living. Um, but as we get older, we realize that there has to be a, a reason why we're doing all of this. So many people, we just live life. We live life and we just go and we just do and we just be. And then we turn around and realize there were some of the important things that we never did. And so we're so distracted by everyday life, by going to work, coming home, going to the grocery store, feeding the kids, taking the this, doing the that, that we don't take account of our lives that we that we live every day. And so what what I think has happened lately, especially with um, uh, COVID-19, it has made everyone sit and take an account to, to their life and what, what's going on. So we've been made to sit when we're in quarantine with ourselves, with our spouses, our children, and just sit and marinate in it. <laughs> yes, we marinated in it. And that was not always such a good thing. So we had no other choice but to take account of who we are. What has our life been? What is the purpose? You know, unfortunately, people are dying every day from this and from just in general. People are dying every day. And so it makes you think, it makes one think, okay, if I were to leave this earth today, what have I left behind? Mm-hmm. Who am I? What did I do? What is my mark on this world? And when you can't do that, it leaves, it leads you to your dreams that you had in the past. Those dreams that we so often kind of left behind and said, okay, well, we can't do that now because now we need a paycheck because we have children. So I can't do that dream. I have to make money. I have to make a check. When we don't realize that making a check and doing what we love, that's that's the ultimate. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of the people that I am blessed to be able to do what I love. So even when I'm at my tiredest and I'm at my worst, when I'm doing therapy with other people, it's not work. It, it uplifts me. It gives me that extra push like, okay, let me get in here. Let me, let's solve this like a problem solving. Let's solve this. Let's go in here and do this. So it feels good. It feels good. You had your passion and your work should be one and the same. If it's not, then you're doing something wrong. I love it. You know, I, I'm a big fan of aligning passion to purpose in life. And, and I'm certainly... Um, that's probably why we get to play in the same sandbox, Angela, because that is in fact what you do. But let me ask you this, because I think it's important for people out there going, oh God, I don't even know what my passion is, or oh my God, you really need me to align with purpose. And that's what I hit the jackpot and yet I don't have a clue. Have you always known what your passion and your purpose is? No, I have not always known. Um, I actually fell into it by mistake. Oh, so um, and actually, I shouldn't even say fell into it by mistake. I think it was divine intervention, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got out of undergrad, I was an economics major for my undergrad. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a banker because that was the thing to do. You could make money and and be a banker. But I realized uh, banking and my personality did not match. I like to talk and I could be a little loud at times. Have you ever heard a loud bank? <laughs> not really, not unless it's being robbed, you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I realized that that didn't match. So I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? So my first job out of undergrad, I was just applying for jobs. And my first job was a prevention specialist, 
a drug prevention specialist. Oh, now wow. ask me how I pulled that off. How? To this day, I don't know. I, oh I'm a God. good interviewer. What can I say? <laughs> so you started off wanting to go into banking and then realized not so much. And then you became a drug intervention specialist. Yeah. I, and I started off actually not even just banker. I was uh, pre-med. I was engineering first. You know, those undergraduate majors you have. Yeah. Engineering. I was pre-med. Then I went to business and advertising. And then finally I said, what degree am I closest to? Wow. And they were like economics. So I was like, okay, that'll be it. I'll be a banker. <laughs> so, so you took all of these classes and then basically came to the end of your education. <laughs> like, which one am I going to get done without having to spend more years? In yeah, I, I need to get out of here. So where am I, what am I closest to? Wow. And so that's, that's what awesome. I did. And it was that first job that made me realize, you know, first of all, I was not a drug counselor. I had no, no experience. I, I was 24. If that, I think I was my, maybe I was younger. I think I was younger and I don't know anything about drug addicts. And, and I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to tell them. I'm like, just stop doing it. You know, that's, <laughs> that's not good. So, um, but with that, I realized that I do want to do counseling, just not drug related counseling. Okay. Okay. I have a question for you with regard to that. Cause I know, I know that this is one of the, the quotes that you sent to me that speaks to you, your limitation, it's only your imagination. So you're sitting there as a drug counselor and you're like, this is not for me, but, but counseling is. Mm -hmm. how, how and what, was there something with regard to your imagination that you know, allowed you to get past a limitation where you found yourself? Yeah, um, I, I've always been told growing up that you know you can do whatever you want to do, you know I've come, I come from a very supportive family, um, God fearing family. Um, when things go wrong, just pray. You know you can do it. You can do anything you want to do. And so I took that literally. I believe that I can do anything I want to do. Wow, I like that. When, yeah. when I picked up uh, back in 2000 and moved to South Florida, not knowing anybody with a six year old alone. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got this. I can do it. Well, who told you can do it? My grandma told me I could do it. I could do this. <laughs> Yay, grandma. And I did it. Yay, grandma. <laughs> yeah, I did it. So I, I, you know, I was raised believing, we were raised believing that you can do anything you set your mind to. You just have to be brave enough to try it. Ah, I think one of the things I heard this week was courageous to your calling. So the bravery, oh my gosh. And then we were talking about Merida from Disney is brave and we all need to have a little bravery in our in our resume nowadays yes. I think right so tell me tell tell me what happened next how did that catapult you on this path where you get to light up every room that you actually walk into now Angela well um once I started once I realized counseling was my calling and and then I looked back in my life and that was all I I always did that yeah. There were, people always came to me and said, well, what do you think about this? What is your advice on this? Tell me about this. That was me. So when you realize what your calling is, it's always something that you, it's something that you're already doing. Yeah. It's, it's something that's there. Explain it's, that a little bit for everybody who might be questioning what the heck is this calling she speaks of, you know? You, you look at what is it that you're good at? What are you good at? What do you do effortlessly? Mm. something that you just do and you enjoy it and you're good at it and people recognize that you're good at it. Mm -hmm. What is that thing? Oftentimes people don't make the connection because it doesn't feel like work. 
Oh. It doesn't feel like this is, you know, I'm just doing this. This is just what I do. Yeah. For those people who can maybe look at a room and decorate it and, oh, it's beautiful. And it's like, oh my God, you should be doing, oh no, this is just something that I do. No, that can be made into your career. That's amazing. I want to put that and I want to make sure I accentuate what you just said. The work does not have to be desperate and suffering. <laughs> it doesn't no. have to Especially if you, you step into this purposeful, effortless mentality of doing what you love, because generally we'll end up really being exceptional and extraordinary doing what we love, not what someone else tells us to do. Exactly. And it sounds to me like, you know, for instance, what limitations might you ever have had in your life? It sounds like your grandmother tells you you can do anything. Your life tells you just do it. I mean, you do it scared, right? Which you're saying brave. You do it scared. Now you say it's only your imagination. Did you always know that, that that this whole experience that you're here in this world to do is just all the limitations that show up are just your imagination? I mean, or was it an aha moment? It was an aha moment. No, I didn't always know that because there was a time in my life that I was very afraid of everything. Really? I was afraid of what if, what if it doesn't work? Or, or what if I'm wrong? Or what if I fail? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that failure Okay, you fail. So what? You get back up and you try again. It was if you fail, nobody's gonna they're not gonna kill you. And every time we fail, it's a learning lesson. You learn from every every failure, you learn from it. Yeah. You either learn to do something differently or you learn, okay, this is not for me. Yeah. I know I I, I, I I failed miserably as a drug counselor. <laughs> I did. Yeah. But you learned, you were able to weed through the fact that this wasn't for you so you could get curious around what might actually be for you. And I think that I'm going to show everybody again one of the other things that you pointed out as well is just be the change you wish to see in the world. Now, how does that speak to you in your in your opportunities to manifest the life that you want to see, the light, the light you wish to see in the world? Yeah, things are not always going to work out in your favor. Most times they won't. Um, there'll be obstacles, especially, you know, if you want to get into it, especially being a woman sometimes, sometimes being a person of color, it, there's obstacles. You can't allow those obstacles to stop you. If you want something to change, you have to do something about it. You can't sit back and wait for somebody else to do it for you. So that quote, be the change you wish yeah, to see yeah. in the world. What do you need to do to make the change happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. what is it that even in this situation where we're in now, what is it that I need to do to make there be a change in this world? What can I do in my little small part of the world? What can I do to make the difference? You know, I love that you say that because one of my favorite things in the whole process of coaching, and 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 one of the things that I have been doing with some of my clients is like incremental steps forward. You do not have to tackle the behemoth. You can take things on a level up kind of mentality where deal with what's right in front of you and then perhaps, you know, focus and then maybe tweak it a little and keep moving forward. And at least you have begun. And I think that what you've said right now, be the change you wish to see, empowers the person to show up smiling their light wherever they find themselves. So I think that's amazing what I've just gotten from what you're saying. And, and certainly, you know, um, 
you know, coming through this experience, you know, we, we may feel very suffocated, but what was like, let me ask you this. So one of the things that I love to do with regard to my show is like bring these extraordinary people like yourself to the table so that other people get to have a look into what you get to use in your life to serve better, knowing full well of your talents now that you have been doing this for such a long time. And then also embracing that spirit of learning, like you're saying, rather than dealing with the mistakes as an end all, it's a, how can I change that to empower myself or catapult myself forward? So, you know, through a new perspective, through serving others, what do you think is the one thing that moves you forward in life? Um, I just, I, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be helpful to people. I, I honestly, literally, I, I really want every, whatever I do, it has to be to help someone else to serve some. So if I'm in a job and I don't feel that I'm being helpful or I don't feel that what I'm doing is not important, I can't work that job. I hear you. I, I have to leave that job. So I need to know that what I'm doing is having some sort of an effect, a positive effect on others. Yeah. yeah. And so when I see that it does or it could, if it were changed or tweaked, then that that spurs me to move further, further so and forward. You have a, and I know that because you're very much, you know, you're a psychotherapist and your you know, behavioral therapy is probably very important as well. Like, are you able to shine the light on you within to make those changes? Like say, for instance, you come against an obstacle to how do you move past that mentality? I know that you gave me, and I'm going to, I'm going to add this. I know that you gave me this particular beautiful saying that I love this too shall pass. Perhaps you can explain how that is effective with regard to your life. So when you, everybody has moments, we all have times when we fall, trials, tribulations, we have them. Um, I'm not perfect. I don't profess to be perfect. Um, and there's times where I find myself not believing in myself or actually just being tired, overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and that's that's really where it overwhelmed. That's what it is. You, you become overwhelmed with life and the world and people, because although I love to help people, it can be very weighing on you. Yeah. So you're, you're sitting and you're listening to other people's problems and you're helping them and you, but when you cut that session off, you don't necessarily cut them off mm -hmm. because your mind is still going, Oh, how can I help them get past this? Or mm -hmm. how can I help them? So you have to learn to shut it down. So when I get to that point where I'm overwhelmed, that's one of the things that, you know, my grandma used to always say to me, this too shall pass. And I say it to my daughter, this too shall that. pass. Anything that happens, whether it be positive or negative, it's going to change eventually. I love that. So when you're in a space where you are just overwhelmed and the things, things don't seem to be working out the way you want them to work, First of all, you just wait because it may not be the way you need it to work. There may be something else going on that will make it better for you. So, but I use this to say, you know, when I'm feeling that way, this too shall pass. Don't worry. It's going to be over. Just hold on. This is my hold on message. And I tell it to my daughter all the time. I said, honey, this too shall pass. So much so that she had me write it one day. 
She said, mommy, what is that you always say to me? And I wrote it down. And guess what she did? She got it tattooed on her arm. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, did you have to get it tattooed on your Oh, wow. I, yeah. Well, I think like you got the point. She wanted to remember you. Did she get it in your handwriting too? You should have like, told me to write it neater, you know? That's awesome. So she actually did it in your handwriting. She did it in my handwriting. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually a very innovative reminder forever of your, Always, you. Right? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know we at the beginning of the outset, we were talking about, you know, like, and I know this is something that is very important for you as well is because when you walk into this experience, when you're counseling people on a daily basis, how do you fill your own cup up after, like you said, you take them home with you, you process that. How do you like, I mean, you want to show up, you know, with your light in every room, right? You want to do that. But after a while, if you're not doing the self care, then it might deplete your light. How do you recharge and, you know, get ready to go again? And that's exactly what it is, is self-care. You have to sometimes just let it go. There are days where I just say, you know what? I'm not going to see clients on these days. These days, I'm not going to see clients. I'm going to go and I'm going to either get in the pool or I'm going to, I can't swim, but I'm going to get in the pool. <laughs> I'm going to go shopping, you know, with COVID, it's been a little difficult, but I'm going to do something for myself. Yeah, I love I'm that. I'm going to binge watch some movies. I'm going to find a movie to watch. I'm going to call a friend. We're going to do a Zoom thing. We have book clubs going on. So it's just those little things that you do outside of what you normally do, just something that can rev you up and give you that energy back. I love that. And it's that personal care, the friends, the support. I want everyone to take this opportunity and in, in, in support of what um, Angela is saying to put this too shall pass in the feed. I already see two people, Makita and Giselle are already doing it. You're speaking out to the universe that if you're in a funk today or there's something going on, go ahead and put it in the feed. This too shall pass because it will empower you on and we will all support each other in whatever it is that's going on. Like we will be this universal empowerment society toward the this too shall pass like Angela's grandma and tattooed yeah. on her daughter's arm. So yeah. I say, let's say an amen to that. I also want to you know, because I have you and I love the fact that I have this moment for you to shed some light on how other people can, once they do self-care, make a difference in, in, in their world as well during a challenging time. Right. One thing I needed to add, though, but the support of others, support of other people's people are afraid to ask for help. They okay. don't ask for help. And so they sit in their their mess, quote unquote, their mess, yeah. and they, they don't do anything. They sit there afraid. They don't want anybody to judge them. They don't want anybody to look at them strangely. But when you think about it, we're all going through the same thing. We're all there. We're all there. So. Find find some friends. <laughs> Gonna say find just find some friends. You have to find someone that you can really reach out to and speak to. I have several friends, but there's two that I talk to on a daily basis. Mm. One lives in Jersey, one lives in Richmond, Virginia. Daily basis. Awesome. And I have we're on Marco Polo. We cry, we laugh, we sing, we love it. And if anybody got hold of those pictures on Marco, we would all die. <laughs> Oh my God, you just announced to the world. <laughs> yes, please, please, nobody see them. But what, what people need to do is that you, you need to find your support. You need to find your tribe. Yeah. Who, who's your tribe? The, those people that you can reach out to 
that will help you through those difficult moments, that will guide you and say, have you thought about this? Or what about trying this? Or what do you think about that? I mean, I have my, the sister group. I have my sister group. Yeah. I can always call any of you guys and say, hey, I'm having difficulties. I need this. My sister group, when they know they haven't heard from me, oh, yeah. they reach out to me because they know when things are kind of like a little shaky, I kind of withdraw yeah. a little bit. I love that. And they'll call me and they'll say, hey, just checking on you to see how you're doing. Are you okay? It's like they that have. makes all the difference in the world. And I mean, there's so many friends. I have friends in Georgia that call and check up on me. My family members, my mom, my aunts and uncles. I mean, there's so many people, other people, that support is so important in what you do. You have to have support. Yeah, you I have to. One of the coolest things that has happened over COVID is that um, my best friend who's a teacher, she's going back to school in New Jersey this week, but she and I, um, well, she joined Team Beachbody, which is they do community workouts in the morning. And it was like something that I was wanting to do to help myself, self-care like you're talking to. And then she, uh, Lisa and I do the Zoom every morning. And then we do, we've been watching New Girl together. I don't know if you've ever seen that yeah, show. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So we're like enjoying this whole, you know, laughter at the same time of rekindling strong, we have a strong friendship, but it's that whole idea of engaging, you know, re-engaging into those communities of support and love that, that have supported and loved you. Not sister, sisters in spirit being one of them, you know, and, and, and certainly all the other fun things that come along, which now we get to have, we have some sisters in spirit on the feed tonight and I get to celebrate with you. And like I said, tonight is the light up every room with love. And, and, and I want to, um, before I put your beautiful cover on the screen for everyone to see tonight, I want you to tell us your journey about your book. And I, and I think this is a part of manifesting tools because I think that you saw a need and, and, and the need became something that is quite beautiful and a beautiful story. And, and, and I think that, you know, usually at, at this point in time, it's time to manifest, but I really want to give some air and some breathing room to your beautiful baby, your book, and, and tell us a little bit about what, how, how it came about. So how it came about, I'm an educator as well, and I work for Broward County Schools um, as an ESC family counselor, or ESC counselor. And um, so my kids have disabilities and they struggle with learning already. Um, many of them do. So when we went to distance learning, it was all more difficult for them. And so many other children, it was very mm -hmm. difficult. They couldn't navigate the computer. They didn't know how to get on this thing and where is the homework and they're frustrated. The, the tolerance levels were low. Their yeah. parents were trying to work and help them out. and but parents were going through things like losing jobs and I can't do my work and help you too. And it was just so much going on. And I just felt helpless in the sense I said, you know, and then I had some of my little, they had no idea. Like, like what's wow, a pandemic? Wow. What's going on? Why are, why can't we go outside? Yeah. So um, I just saw this happening and then I was, it, it was, it was honestly one of my prayers. I said, Lord, you know what? Help me, help me figure out a way to help children all around. How can I help children all around? Literally, it was a Thursday that I, I pray. I was like, Lord, help me. What, what, what can I do? How can I help these children? Thursday, went to sleep, woke up Friday morning at about four o'clock in the morning, had this idea, picked up my phone, 
started typing it in my phone and my phone put it down when i woke up and i looked at it i was like oh my goodness i have a book and i looked at the book and i called uh, i called my, my my publisher and i was like hey i think i have a children's book she was like what do you got send it to me oh she had it by saturday by saturday evening she wow. had it by saturday evening she texted she emailed me right back she's like this is this is great i love it so that's how quickly it happened so there was definitely divine intervention in there you know i had a a, a will there was a need I saw there was a need. I had a will to want to do something to help. It's in my nature to help. Yeah. I prayed on it. It manifested itself that quickly. Amazing. So let me, let me introduce everyone to this beautiful girl, and you can you can tell us who she is. That there is Alexandria. Alexandria, the queen of quarantine. Yes, that is and who she is. So who? So who is Alexandria? For you? She's she's actually my daughter. <laughs> she's actually my daughter. Um, when I I have a series of books for Alexandria that have not manifested themselves yet, <laughs> but, but I've been writing them since her. she's been born. But we get to meet her right now, and she's yes, and she's beautiful. Look at that smile. Talk That's about Alexandria. Lighting up every room with love right there. You can just feel it coming off of that beautiful face. I That's love her. It. She's five years old. So the book is um, in the eyes of a child. Wow. The pandemic in the eyes of a child. What do they see? What do they hear? Wow. What is it to them? So many kids don't know what it is. And what it does is it opens up the conversation. Wow. It gives parents and educators um, that start to have those difficult conversations. Like, what is a pandemic and why do we have to stay in the house and 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 why are people dying you can it leads into the conversation about death and grief and all of those things there's so many conversations that could stem just from this book you know it's interesting because even as adults we don't really understand what's going on and children are looking to us to to be that light, that beacon of light, so that they won't feel scared and they won't have scary dreams. And the right. reality is, is it's hard for us to explain. So maybe we need this book more than the kids exactly. For our I do, right? Yeah, I, I do have tips back in the back for parents and um, tips on distance learning and um, things that you do, like as far as with COVID going on, things you share with your children and things you don't share with your children. Also the fact that if you're anxious, your kid's gonna feel that. Yeah, They're gonna become anxious because they look at you, oh, this is mom, mom can do everything, she's okay. But then when they see mom worrying, uh-oh, okay. <laughs> dad's worrying too, uh-oh, the world's gonna fall out, you know? So it's just tips on that as well, just to how to handle that, how to handle just handle yourself and just the situation and things you should say to them, things you probably shouldn't say to them, you know, to kind of help them through this process. And when you first started, one of the things that I, I, I like to point out is that it was a priority for you to help others. And you were seeing a lot of um, suffering going on with regard to this whole initial what is going on because we didn't mm -hmm. have much leadership at the top of our federal government forget about, you know, in our families, we're all looking to someone else to lead. So at least with you, 
you get that hit of you know divine inspiration and you're used to it because you didn't stay a banker for very long you went mm -hmm. to the drug house never made it yeah <laughs> never made it so never made it through the front door <laughs> for all of us which has been wonderful that you failed at that because now what you're doing is something that's aligned to your passion and your purpose which yeah. is fantastic so having something like this is just something that you know you know as a you know alignment with your need to serve from a place of of love really so can i can i get a drum roll please because i think at this point we have to make the birth of this beautiful baby come alive and i am so pleased and so privileged and so honored to introduce you all to the cover of angela's work of art her amazing gift of love to everyone and you can go ahead and call out the title when I put it up there. So without further ado, here she is. Alexandria, the queen of quarantine. She is. And you That's know, my I, baby. I do love she has a crown on her head. You know I was of gonna course. say that of course. <laughs> so so tell me the conceptually. I just want to say congratulations, Angela. This Thank is you. a manifestation of something that's going to help so many people. And like you said, even parents with the tips and everything that comes from that. You know, I, I wanna I wanna point out with regard to the values that we have. As far as you, when you come to the table, um, you know, as far as manifesting with this, what is your intention or desire to manifest as others get their hands on this book when it does in fact come out? I, my intention is that this book in, is used in the purpose in which it was written and that, um, that it's used to help others, that it's used to help and it's not just pushed to the side and, and not um, utilized. Because we have so many things with the school board that's not utilized. We start programs, we stop them. Yeah. Um, don't even know why we start them. Don't know why we stop them. Um, <laughs> we just go with the flow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do as we told, do as we're told. So, um, I just, my intention is that this, this book helps someone and yeah. that anyone who reads it gains something from it, something positive from it. Wow. Yeah. And, and along those lines, because you are somebody <clears throat> who does in fact bring the messages of your legacy from your parents and your grandmother um, with regard to even what you're doing on a daily basis into your life. You know, the whole element of how you in fact shine and bring your light is going to pervade the pages as someone picks it up. And I think that's a beautiful intention that, you know, someone who does put their, get their hands on this is gonna be empowered and bolstered and, you know, kind of conceptualizing the this too shall pass mentality and be the change and all of those beautiful things. Your limitations are just a part of your imagination. So imagine something really beautiful that, that looks like this or looks like something that comes from your own wonderful imagination, Angela. That's amazing. And and I I do I do want to add because um, I'm gonna leave your book up there. Hopefully this will work. Um, in when we're able again to actually be a part of society and have events you are going to be my mc who is going to shine 
as the author of Shine, um, my my networking event this year. And um, I do want to announce um, something that's super exciting for me and and for those. And I'm going to put your book back up, but I'm going to hide it just for a second because we have decided to collaborate with SIS as well as with the Overtown Optimist Club. And I'll, I'll put, put that out up in a, in a second um, to offer through Shine the over. Town Optimist Club as our Shine Ambassadors this year. There are ambassadors who we would want to support the young, innovative minds that are vetted through them. And the creative intent is to provide laptops for them so that they will continue to learn during uh, COVID when we're all still living at home and teaching from home. Um, that is our, our effort. Our, we decided that to be the change that we wish to see in the world. Shine has decided to partner with SIS, Denise Lane, and as well Angela and the rest of our, our cohorts um, to, to partner up with Overtown Optimist Club to provide um, these students with, and I'm gonna put their, them up as well. I'm gonna show the Overtown Optimist um, with, with laptops for those individuals who um, do not have access to that. So we can also be a supportive force to engage the young innovative minds. And, and certainly with regard to that, and you know, and I do want to point out as well um, that um, with regard to CIS, uh, that's been a labor of absolute love when we serve those communities. And I know Angela has been the MC before with regard to CIS's December extravaganza. I don't know if you want to speak to that tonight you know, and promote, you know, certainly what you've done with your efforts to be a member of communities that are, you know, that are, are challenged certainly at this time more than ever and, and, and certainly providing your love energy to light up that room because it is a huge celebration for sure. It is, it is, a, it's a wonderful celebration. And we were very saddened this year that we, we couldn't do it. Um, the kids look forward to it. We look forward to it. It's definitely a labor of love. It's a lot of hard work, but it is well worth it. Um, all of our CIS members, we come out, we help, we donate, we decorate, we we do anything that we can possibly do for those kids. We yeah, get yeah. toys donated. Um, Denise Lane and 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 um, Chantel Dopes. Oh, she she they. I mean, they head it up. It's a whole committee, but we all work hard to get the kids the things that they want and they need sometimes, you know, it's, it's a, a, a lower socioeconomic uh, area. And so we want them to feel the love as well. Yeah. yeah we, we want yeah. them to, to realize that it doesn't matter where you come from mm -hmm. because no matter where you come from, it, 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 it matters where you end up. Yeah. And just because you may not start off, um, in a particular place that you, you, you have those benefits doesn't mean that you're not going to end up there. And so we don't, we want them to have some hope, yeah, hope yeah. that this too shall pass yeah, and we that. will move forward and you can move forward and you can be anything that you want to be. And so we're assisting them to realize that dream. Absolutely. And one of my favorite things with regard to what you were saying before is find your tribe. When you find your tribe, they will open doors for you. Certainly, if you're looking to bring your light to more places, 
then you know look at the beautiful cis logo and shine what you could shine together and the impact is more incredible than you could even imagine and i'm getting the universal ringing also in the back behind me that is on point and certainly i'm happy to share with the information with the the community here today um, with regard to Overtown and CIS afterwards, if anyone is interested and wants to be part of a, a great community of wonderful women. But I'm going to go back to the reason of the season to bring our little Alexandria back. And at the outset, I had asked you, Angela, to set your intention and to pick um, a number in the, ma the Magical Guide to Bliss. And I wanna do so now, give you the opportunity to tell everyone what your intention was for this evening, first of all, and then read the insight that you chose as a gift to everyone who's listening as well. So uh, the number that I picked was 21 because I, I'm just thinking that 2021 will be a better year. Mm -hmm. A better year for all. We will go into 21 better than we did in 20. New start, um, it's, it's gonna be a great year. In my intentions, um, the intention that I made for this interview here is that I'd be a blessing to everyone who hears my voice. I love that. That there is something that they could take from what I said or um, a silly comment or whatever. They can take something and I could be lift, lift their lives up, give, be a blessing to them in some way. Whether it's uh, my book, whether it's something I said, whether it's my glasses, I don't <laughs> care what it is. <laughs> Just be a blessing <laughs> to all that 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 came under my voice tonight. Mm -hmm. So I chose uh, twenty-one, and bear with me because these are my readers. Mm -hmm. So bear with me. And they me. look absolutely stunning, by the way. My thank friend. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so I picked page 21 and that's January 19th. Hold on to your dreams. Mm -hmm. When a person really desires something, all the universe conspires to help that person to realize his dreams. Oh. So it says, if you are a dreamer, there is something that you have wanted very much to do, be or have. However, there are times in life when you feel like you are just floating along without direction, wondering why your hopes and your desires are at a standstill. Perhaps you are weighted down by past patterns, just wishing to be released from their very determined grip. Or your fears are taking a mental toll on your internal view of possibilities. When you are holding on to the stuff that does not serve you well, you need to stop and make a choice to consciously exchange your negative thoughts for those that will allow for the wonderful things that your life has in store. You will feel the shift when you do. You need to have faith that when you receive love in your heart for the ability to dream, this energy will greatly increase as you make your requests to the universe. When you are stuck in an illusion that does not serve your highest good, allow yourself to let go one moment at a time, knowing that everything is giving you the clues that will help you solve the mysteries in life and move on to greater things. When you trust this, hold on to your dreams and take inspired action to see them through, knowing for sure that the universe will conspire in your favor. And as you navigate your way through life's journey, you will rejoice as signs appear as a testament 
to your belief that you are moving in the right direction. The magical key to bliss, start mapping out your hero's journey on the road to realize your dreams. Beautiful. Oh my God. I, you know, I always get something from everybody's uh, insights. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. So you'll see when people start quoting back your book to you, you're going to be like, wow, I wrote that. And I do believe it's like divinely inspired as far as what your channel um, from your divinity down to the world. And, and the gift of that is, is you, is your lasting legacy, as well as your impact on each life, whoever person lets to listen to you tonight. Because what a beautiful thing is to hear your voice and to know that your intention is to be a blessing, which is truly, truly lighting up every room that you walk into with love. And, and if we can all do that on a more grand scale in our own little corners of the world and stand tall like Alexandra, the queen, then we can basically start to show up differently, maybe starting tonight by virtue of the fact that you decided to give us your time as well, that hopefully that message you can take away. So unbelievably beautiful, Angela, that you are and what you've given to me in my life as a friend, certainly on this last day of the celebration of friendships in August, I am more than grateful to be your, allowing me to be one of your cheerleaders because I too believe in you and, and you're one of my favorite butterflies for sure. Oh, and um, I do want everyone to know that I will be putting Angela's information in the feed afterwards like i said before if you're interested in contacting her she is quite a blessing and an inspiration you can find her at exhum life e-x-u-m-l-i-f-e at realsoultalk.com that's r-e-a-l-s-o-u-l-t-a-l-k.com you can contact her through um through facebook as well um, she is at Angela L period exhum. I have it in the feed. I'll make sure I can put everything in the feed afterwards as well. So if you are interested in marrying your passion with your purpose and finding someone to help you walk that journey as well, or maybe you need to have a little bit of support, you know, certainly I do, I do encourage you to reach out to her. Um, she definitely is a, a well of, of so much information and wisdom. And, and you can tell we engage the failures by embracing them rather than berating ourselves. And Lord knows we wouldn't have her in her wonderful capacity as a counselor or anything else to that, that effect if she didn't. If she didn't say, okay, I did this, it's time to move on. So one of the things I really want everyone um, to keep in mind with regard to her beautiful book is we'll let everyone know where to get it after the fact. I know it's going to be on Amazon and I think, I think Barnes and Noble as well.com. I think they're both on those sites. I'm certain uh, when it does in fact launch, you know, for sure, I'll make sure everyone in my particular following knows about it because I really want this to take off. I want people to engage if they have any kids that they know that they need some guidance and they kids love to read and they love pictures that make them feel empowered. So I would definitely recommend that you contact her directly or go through Amazon and find this book and, and actually, you know, offer it to friends, family, everybody, because I think right now is a very interesting time. I know that we've been through this now for five and a half months, but still, there's still ways we can engage the conversation to empower others to shine to the light in, 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 in the room and, and certainly anything to help out in ways that are, you know, children friendly is is a wonderful way to start too. So I definitely encourage you, like I said, to reach out to her 
And one of the cool things as well is that we get a final bit of inspiration from Angela. I really want it because I know everything that she said tonight already to me has been exactly what I need to hear. And one of my favorite things about hold on to your dreams is that it also gives you hope. And for me, hope really stands for hold on possibilities exist. So mm. thank you for that. Thank you for you. And go ahead and give us a hit us with some love and inspiration, Angela. All right. So moving on, I want you to be unapologetically you. Oh, I love follow that. your dreams. Live on purpose and with purpose. Live without fear or regrets. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm, I love it. So we're going to say this again. Be unapologetically you. Follow your dream. Say it again. I want to write follow, this down. Be unapologetically you. Follow your dreams. Okay. Live on purpose with purpose. Mm, I love it. Live without fear or regrets. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. There you go. So you heard it. And I'm going to say it one more time. Unapologetically you. Follow your dreams, live on purpose with purpose, live without fear or regrets. And what was the final thing again? Give it to us one more time. Do not be afraid to ask for help. There you go. So don't be afraid to ask for help because none of us need to wither away alone. We are all opening our arms, our hearts, and our souls to each other. And I think that is the way we are going to survive whatever challenge comes our way. So Thank Absolutely. you so much, Angela. That's amazing. Thank you Ray, for having me. I really oh appreciate it. This, this was, was great. I appreciate you uh, giving me this time to talk about my book and just to speak in general. You know, I always love talking to you anyway. Yeah, so know. thank you for, for highlighting me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. you know, and, and I do believe in you and I do believe in what you do. I know it's solid content and I knew anyway, I knew that it would be a fun conversation because I love talking to you. So <laughs> I knew that this was going to be the case. And I do want to, I do want to remind everybody once again, that one of the coolest things about my manifesting show that I've loved beyond loved over and over again is I get to share with all of you the extraordinariness of the people that I know. And they say, you know, it's funny, you know, there's no ordinary here. There's no ordinary here. There's all mm. sorts of extraordinary and what we particularly see uh, in the world on an everyday basis. And I have been saying, instead of going negative, get curious. So instead of going negative, just ask, what is this showing me and why? And I think that that is really how you start to focus within, like Angela has been saying tonight, like finding your beautiful channeled book and then looking to people who can support your dreams too. And I think that's amazing. And also don't be afraid to ask for help, which is really important because it's, it, you know, we're all here for each other ultimately. And, and the bottom line is we do better together, right, Angela? So absolutely with that, I want to thank you all once again for joining our wonderful evening of manifesting with Meg. I want you to continue, please continue looking for those opportunities to manifest your dreams and just becoming the most amazing you. Thank you, Angela, for your time. What an thank honor you. and a privilege it was for me to introduce your beautiful cover to the world and your book to the world. I know it's not ready yet, but it's going to be. And I'm happily going to be a little bit a part of that. So I just shine my light on that and you, and I'm so grateful that you gave me the opportunity to give you the space to talk about what beautiful things you have in store for everybody. 
So thank you so much for your offerings. Once again, remember, we are all here to be the deliberate creators of our life. Dream big and let's all together raise the positive vibration on this planet so that we can all live in bliss. Stay away from fears, people. That's a big hello. And go to the light of love. It's going to save us all. And we enjoy the magic and all of our miracles when we do. We shine our beautiful light. And until next time, manifest the most beautiful light <coughs> you can imagine. Let's love ourselves exactly where we are. Reach out to each other and continue to spread the love. Time to manifest the life of your dreams. Thank you so much, Angela. Blessings and Thank you. And have a wonderful evening on your last day of October 2021. Oh, 2021. Oh, Ooh, we're not there yet. We're going. We're getting there. Funny <laughs> because she said, and we're going to hold you to this. So maybe next August you come back and you tell us all about your journey. Ah, I just I booked you for another date. How exciting is that? Maybe <laughs> you don't have time for me. But in 21, what she's given us the opportunity to certainly hold each other as we make through these last days of 2020 and embrace the 2021 that's waiting for us. So thank you all. Thank you, Angela. I adore you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who showed up the night because it's it's not a conversation without all of you too. So have a wonderful evening. Blessings and bliss, everybody. Thank you all. Take care, everyone. Be well.